0: Well, I think you, you know, A, you got to have good coaches. B, you got to be have a physical nature in your style of play, you got to be big up front. Um, and then C, you got to have you got to have speed on the perimeter, you know. When you watch SEC games, really big people, really fast people, really good coaches and good schemes. And so uh, it's it's kind of you know, it's a, it's a pretty easy formula when you just watch the teams that year in and year out over the last two decades, you know, who finishes at the
1: top. It's kind of what they look like. Big, fast, and well coached, says Sarkeesian, is the uh, the key to being SEC ready. Yeah, that's pretty much the key to football in general, and uh, that that goes for the SEC as well. Really simplified that one. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, but it is hey, true. I, I mean, it, it answers it, the question. It really is <laughs> true. Right. What
2: does an SEC ready program look like? Yeah, big, fast, physical, and well coached with some great schemes. Yeah. That is what SEC ready looks like. What is uh what is OU's SEC readiness look like here currently on September 6th uh, 2023? I feel a lot better about it now than I did last year, that's for sure. But where is it uh as we as we as we sit here today?
1: I wish we were playing in the SEC this year.
2: Yeah, but like how how ready for how ready are they for
1: it like right now? Right now? I think we're more ready for it than perhaps next year. The problem that we're – we are – our young talent, our last two, and then this one that's coming, going to be three recruiting classes, I think have all been really good. Uh, A lot of good, athletic. We got more length. We got more size in those recruiting classes. But there's still young kids that are just coming online. The majority of our experience this year are seniors, some of them transfer portal guys, some of them you know long time sooners, but i we're we're deep on the defensive line or like our our defensive and edge rotation is is deep with some big players, experienced players uh offensive line our starting group is big physical um It looks really good, but we have a chance to – we're probably going to lose almost all of those guys. (laughs) That's the one thing that worries me about being SEC ready for next year. You
2: wish that they were in the SEC this year because what they look like on the defensive line right now compared to what it might look like next year.
1: On the O-line and D-line. Yeah, and and
2: I get that. I mean, who knows who they get in the portal this offseason right? I'm sure it's going to look – Maybe a lot better than what we're thinking right now. I'd say this on the SEC readiness, though. I, I I do agree with the point on the defensive line. But I think that there's a point your first year heading into the SEC that we're talking about the best linebacker core you've had in a while, man. And I think that that can be even true this year. But I think going to next year, if Stutzman's back, Kanek will be a starter, Lewis Carter will be there. Like Just the overall depth that they have, I feel like we could be saying this is the best linebacker group you've had in a while. I I feel like it could be the best secondary group that they've had in quite some time as well. In your first year,
1: yeah, no, mm-hmm. I I think we are I think we are well on our way. I think we're doing a really good job. We are we're getting more and more of those type of of recruits, you know. Because previously we just man all of our all of our top recruits were skill position guys, which I'm not suggesting that you don't want those. You absolutely need top-notch skill guys, but really neglected the size. It's not that we weren't trying. We were trying to get those guys, but we weren't having success getting the big defensive linemen, the big edge guys, the big backers, um, the the guys that play in the secondary that have good length and, and size and speed. We were really struggling to be, to get those guys in. Well, the Levy has Busted on on that, and we're getting all kinds of of quote SEC ready recruits coming into Oklahoma right now, and I think it's only going to get better. And you know, look out for like I think the transfer portal additions are going to continue to get better and better as well. Yeah,
2: OU Optimus says thirteen out of the twenty-two on first depth chart are seniors. Talk about yeah. the uh, eleven on offense, eleven on defense. Well, uh, a lot, man. Sean says, and I saw this exact interview. I think it was Monday night during the LSU Florida State game. After seeing Sark's faux hawk, I feel like he's not SEC ready.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to have like one of those weird floppy like, haircuts, like
2: a Kirby, like a Kirby cut, right? Yeah, not not a bowl cut, but y- you know, you've, uh, you've you've got some uh, some Bama bangs there at the front. I think is what they call them, or they used to call them.
1: it's it's like a weird it's like a weird little flop to it and yeah i i don't know i mean texas i think is i think they're in a similar situation as oklahoma as far as really addressing the the offensive and defensive lines way better through recruiting than they have previously um i will see i i think that they've done absolutely everything that they could have up to this point and you know, I think that I, I'm I'm really anxious to see what this uh what's this next transfer portal hall looks like because those guys are going to be like your one year guys that are transferring in, gonna be playing in the SEC, wanna be going up against the best, gonna be looking at the schedule. Uh, if there's top talent out there that's that's looking to transfer, Oklahoma's gonna be in the ball game. And you know, one of the problems though is like Defensive line guys that they're going in the transfer portal. The top guys, they're they're looking for a big old payday, and rightfully so. Uh, this is a real measuring
2: SEC readiness measuring stick for uh, Texas on Saturday. I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like OU has that game. They were supposed to have that game this week with Georgia, but um, we'll we'll uh, we'll find out Saturday if Texas is ready or not. At this point, I'm going to
1: guess that they're not. I'm not saying we'd win. But I wish we were playing Georgia this week. Think feels feels like a
2: good time to uh, get Georgia with all the distractions going on. Yep, that's right. I They were a little sluggish as well uh, in their week one game.
1: Good football team, obviously. Everyone knows that. I'm not saying anything that, that, that we don't know. But uh, we're not on their level yet. We're not. We don't have the depth. We don't have – we don't have the talent spread throughout like they do at the moment right now, but we've got a good feeling in the program. And I wish we had a, I wish we had that measuring stick game this week. I but. guess
2: you could have it in a bowl game. You, you end up in a new year, six bowl game. It, heck you end up in a college football playoff at this point. You're going to have that opportunity, but I mean, does the schedule look easier, uh, tougher or the same after one week of football? uh here's a great answer
1: for you. not enough information given
2: <laughs> uh, but it could guess, definitely look worse after this weekend if o s u loses to Arizona state, Cincinnati gets blasted by pits k u loses uh, at home to illinois like there's a you, uh, that's fair not an information, not enough information given. Chance we come back next week and say yeah it's even worse than we thought, yikes,
1: yeah, we may be saying that, but we also may be saying, uh damn, Cincinnati is legit. We better get ready, boys, because uh they've got an athletic quarterback. We've already seen him before, but super athletic quarterback. They've got a good, really good defensive line. They're gonna have some leftover players. I know a lot of folks have left them for dead since uh, Fickle left, but um we may we may be looking at that Cincinnati game after they play Pitt and be like, Oh boy. Ohio get our mind right. Ohio
2: Center says you can coach skill position guys up, you can't coach size. Uh, Good point. N- 918, is Gary Patterson back at Texas helping their defense or still taking time off before, before being the next USC head coach?
1: Patterson is – he's not coaching right now. He will be performing at the tailgate at the Tulsa game. Uh, what's it called? Sean Are Kingston
2: he, and Gary Patterson performing? Yes, please.
1: Sean uh, – or I almost called him Sean Patterson um, – Sean Kingston opening up for Gary Patterson at the uh, the Tulsa tailgate.
2: Someone sent us a, a quote, by the way. Um, New Kids on the Block played for a uh, in front of a sold-out crowd of 42,000 at that stadium in 1990, TU. And I guess their president, Brad Carson, says, We haven't used Chapman Stadium in 30 years for concerts, but I would like to be bringing shows here three, four, five, six times a year. I think it's great for the university. People see how beautiful it is saying we'd love to use it for more things outside of football. yeah. Which, which I love that. Wish we had it's a no-brainer. Which we Especially, had more concerts here uh, on Owen Field.
1: Well, we got a grass field. Jason you know, fairs
2: probably doesn't love that idea, but I'm being selfish here. It's a little different, here. but,
1: yeah, I mean, what's it matter? We do spend a billion dollars on new turf, uh, stress everyone getting it ready for the new game, and then we play – Norman North and Norman High oh, on it. Two that was last week. You
2: can only complain about that. You normally only complain about it the day of. You're, you're too I mean, late. It, not going to allow it.
1: After they paint it, like they spend all that time out there painting it and prepping it for the big reveal, and then it gets trampled, and destroyed by a high yeah. school game. Jason I mean, Fair. What are we doing?
2: Jason Fair says hell no, and no is in all caps as well. He doesn't. He did not want yeah. Trace Adkins to come back for a uh, for a summer concert. Uh, Everyone
1: I've talked to says the best crosstown clash they've ever had was the one they – was that the COVID year whenever they didn't have it at OU. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: Uh, Just talking about Texas-Bama and OU-Georgia gets me fired up for next year. Can't wait. The worst home schedule ever this year, the best home schedule ever next year.
1: This home schedule is actually fantastic. We're hosting SMU this weekend. It's going to be amazing. Five o'clock kick. Weather's going to be great. Great. Um, Sean Kingston scene. playing before this one as well. <laughs> Sean Kingston playing on Lindsey Street right there just outside of the Switzer Center. Well, I'm
2: glad it wasn't last week he'd be the only one there on Lindsey Street.
1: Maybe he was playing. That's what, Is that the biggest mark.
2: question mark heading into this game, if Lindsey Street will have more tailgaters on Saturday than they did last week?
1: I, I don't think it's – I think it's going – because I think – and I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the week. I think we – to some degree, expect everyone to be totally immersed in everything that happens up there and all the announcements and the maps and we talk about it and we take questions and comments on it. I, Other people, a lot of people don't, aren't as immersed in it and maybe either didn't know or thought that those spots were going to be taken. I bet it's going to be packed on Saturday.
2: You think I'm wrong? Um, what do you, what do you mean by packed? Like the the good old days, every yes. spot taken. I I don't think it'll be. I, I think it's going to be a a much better uh, showing, but I I don't think it's going to be packed on Saturday. No, I hope it is. That's what I'm rooting for. But I, it, it'll be a lot better turnout. That's that I feel very confident about that. Spots taken. Can't tailgate here. Yeah, that's what every- I want. That's what they need it to be. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's going to be packed. The whole row is going to be there. There's going to be kids throwing the football out. Actually, Lindsay Street. actually, I
2: I already take it back. Uh, because if this text is accurate, it's going to be, it's going to be packed more than OU Nebraska in 2000. This texter says Reed Timmer is showing up to the tailgate with his Dominator car. <laughs> and, and I that saw is, that. that, oh, that's really happening. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I might skip our own pregame show just to go see that.
1: He I'll, said. I'll be there. He said I heard the tailgate at OU. Uh, was was a little down. I was thinking about showing up in Dominator Three to uh, to help get the festivities kicked <sighs> off.
2: Nice job, Reed. Way to bring the spirit back here that that we needed on Lindsey Street.
1: Hey, it's not like to see it's him. not a championship style season until Reed Timmer gets hit with pepper spray on the field. Last so. time
2: OU won a championship, he got hit with pepper spray and chased a tornado all on the same
1: day. Yeah, we need to reenact the pepper spray event down there in the south end zone. It'd be great. Mm.
2: Uh, real quick before we get a break, um, what does what does success look like on Saturday? Other than Reed Timmer bringing the Dominator and Lindsey Street looking packed. Outside of um, that, what does it look
1: like? Like you yes, are and score wise, I, I think that's that's probably right. I'm. You know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking in the neighborhood of forty-eight, forty-eight,
2: ten. Jeez, I said forty-five, seventeen yesterday, and you were like, "What? Whoa! That's way yeah. too." Or I mean, I don't think you said way too aggressive, but you were hinting that that was way too aggressive of an early week score, forty-five, no, seventeen. I,
1: I liked your, I really liked your offensive number, your points for us. I was. I was hopeful of the seventeen, and I one of the things with them is they're going to be dangerous enough to where you get deep into the game they can they can maybe expose your forty eight ten. Second, I mean that 13. is a
2: hell of a performance defensively if that's if that's what happens. Like yeah. that that's the number that's really the number that we're going to be looking at on Saturday. And I think talking about the most in the post game show is I think we all think that they're going to score. 41, 45, 52, 56 whatever. We'll really kind of judge the defense more than anything in this game. And yeah. if you're right and if it's 10, heck if I'm right and it's 17, I think that's a really good defensive performance.
1: Maybe 13 a touchdown and two field goals. Um but I, you know, I after like I said, after really digging in on it, I I don't think there's there's Right now, and like I said, I could be Eaton Crow, but I feel good. I don't think any of the receiver matchups really worry me right now. I, I feel good about him Quarterback's good, not great. I think he's going to make a couple of big mistakes on Saturday. Probably.
2: Just, just some of the throws that I saw him, and they worked out last week against Louisiana Tech. I'm still shocked that one throw in the end zone did, but... Just the chances that he takes, the different looks, the different type of athlete that he's going to be facing. I uh, I, I think Preston Stone's going to throw at least two interceptions. That's where I'm at.
3: Yeah,
1: you may be right. Um, we'll see. I feel pretty good about it right now. Uh, maybe I'll come across something later in the week and my uh, opinion starts to turn. But right now I'm feeling good with uh, where we're at. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. Hanging out at the Carlstone today. Brand new senior living community right here in the heart of Norman. Come and check us out.
4: Talking Sooner Football is what we do. This is The Ref. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms before you accept a settlement? Call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you.
5: You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF Store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt, say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophy shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF Store. The KREF Store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army.
4: Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering.
0: Unbelievable, Ron. And this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking?
4: Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks. Think train.
3: Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables.
6: Take your game in a new direction and experience one of southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today.
0: Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families, too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own.
3: You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you.
7: Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At RightWay Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. RightWay Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at RightWayInsurance.com. That's RightWay Insurance at 405-607-6014.
0: Does your banker know your business, the challenges you face, and what makes you unique? At Armstrong Bank, we're dedicated to understanding your business and working alongside you. A true partnership is more than financial transactions. It's support, trust, and attention. This is how we make businesses stronger. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Contact our knowledgeable bankers to open your business account. Member FDIC.
2: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I roll emojis, multiple of them, uh, actually. USC quarterback Caleb Williams could return to USC next year if Caleb doesn't like the NFL team with the number one pick, his dad Carl told GQ magazine. Quotes, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. The system is completely backwards. The way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, worst possible team, worst organization in the league because of their desire for parity. They get the number one pick, so it's the gift and it's the curse. End quote. Somehow yeah. Carl thinks that's completely backwards. Huh. No,
1: it's it's not. It's um it's not backwards. It's exactly how you get the thirty-two best teams in the world playing against one another. If the Super Bowl winner got the first draft pick every year, um, yeah, things probably would. Yeah, that, that's look backwards. Say. That's stupid. Is what I mean. Really, Coral?
2: I, I mean, how long you been watching the the NFL and, and following sports? I'm guessing for a while. And you say publicly that's completely backwards that the NFL draft works that way. And and dude, yeah. spare me with all this crap. He's going to the n f l draft this year and he's going to be the number one overall pick that that's yep. it, it, it it maybe Arizona has the number one pick maybe it's vegas whoever I'm sorry, man it does not matter. he's going to the draft this year, and just because right. it's never happened doesn't mean that it will never happen but have we ever seen a player go back because they didn't love the team that was selecting
1: number one overall? no, but we've seen a player get taken like number 3 overall and just say no I'm not going there. Who
2: Eli? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. He said no, nope, I'm not going there.
2: Trey. Was he like was he the number 3 pick, two or three? He didn't want to go to San Diego, correct? correct. Philip Phillip Rivers got drafted there instead. I I think I think number 3 was right. But dude, like just they've started like this whole almost campaign the past week of, well, if we don't like who's picking number 1, we may just come back to USC. Stop it. No you're not. You're going to the yeah. NFL. Uh, Just a really it's weird a, comment to come out and say that now, especially his dad.
1: It's a it's a good way to get him in everyone's mind and have everyone talking about where he's going to get drafted. And uh, but I don't, I don't, yeah, whatever. If he comes back, fine, whatever. That's actually I think that'd be great for college football. Uh, be great for USC, I guess. If he comes back to USC, he doesn't necessarily have to come back to USC. But yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm interested to see how that unfolds. I think he's going to be the number one pick. I think it'd be it'd be dumb to to, to not go to the draft because you don't like who's picking. You're not going to like it next year either. That's what I was about to
2: say. He says the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first. Well, that's going to be the same case in the, what, 2025 draft. No different.
1: Maybe even a worse
2: situation than it would be this
1: year. Yeah. Yeah. You you may actually get a team that's decent this year tank like crazy because, like, a lot of people say Arizona. And Kyler's going to be out for an extended time. I mean, that would be a weird situation if Arizona's number one. They're not going to have Kyler and Kayla Williams on the same roster. Like, I'm curious to see how that whole that whole situation would play itself out. Sooner so.
2: Soldier, who cares? He's going to be injury-prone anyway. Um, Dad trying to get the pick traded, duh. Carl is going to be like Ball's father, except not as successful, says J.P. Sooner. Not Geordie Ball, talking about uh, Lonzo Ball. Right. LeVar Ball. Haven't heard that name in a while, thank God. 918, Dad Needs to Grow Up. Boomer Jim from Wisconsin. Pound sand, Carl. My uh, heart pumps peanut butter for you.
1: Friggin' crybaby. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the NFL is setting up a phone call right now so they can pick his brain about how to better run uh, their league and their draft.
5: Yeah,
2: Carl, once you come in, let's let's talk about how we better the NFL here moving forward. Let's let's better the NFL draft, buddy. You may have a point here.
1: Why don't you let the players, or better yet, just my son, why don't you just let my son pick where he wants to go play Uh, and the amount of money he wants to play for?
2: 405, no different except the millions he would lose. Scott T, can they draft him and Riley as a package deal?
1: No. Now, if if Lincoln Riley was under contract in the NFL, they could he could be a part of a trade. They can you can trade your coach. How, didn't that happen recently? Or?
2: Yeah, I think the the Broncos this year, right? They had a first round pick, and I think they they had to give the first round yeah. pick to the Saints for uh, Sean Payton.
3: Yeah,
1: there you go. But if he's not under contract, then no. Uh, he'd have to be under contract first, which, you know, he would be by that time. If he's going to the NFL, it's going to happen in in like as soon as the college season's over. Boom, he's gone. It'd be well before the draft.
2: Uh, Chris and Lindsay says <laughs> he wants to be drafted where the best shopping malls are. I would think that uh, the Phoenix Scottsdale area has pretty good shopping malls. So what are they so upset about? I know Vegas does. Those are th- yeah. the two most likely candidates to have the number one pick. Yeah. And no one – in Vegas and in Phoenix, not as many people are going to think that you're weird if you paint your fingernails. I feel like it's the perfect place for him.
1: Well, I don't know. The, the uh, Bengals were terrible before Joe Burrow went there. Uh, the Bills have been crap forever before Allen went there. I mean, it's just – it's how it works. You know, you if you're worth it, if you're worth a, a top pick, uh, a top five or or eight pick as a quarterback, and you're gonna you're gonna go to a most likely a crappy place, and the cream's gonna rise to the top. They're gonna build around you. You're gonna make the people around you better, and before long, you're not the worst team in the NFL anymore. You are. One of the best teams in the NFL. I don't think
2: anyone would pass on him uh, for, for this. I don't think that that would happen. I just, I just wonder how this is viewed around the league, if that's really the thought process of, huh, okay, well, Joe Burrow goes in and turns Cincinnati around. Josh Allen turns Buffalo around. Why is he not just so ready and willing to do something very similar with, with another
1: franchise? Man, they're lucky I'm not a billionaire because if I was – I would be likely to draft a guy number one like that and never sign him and just hold his rights and not let him play anywhere. That's what I would do. I would be a terrible owner and a terrible coach, a lot of uh, you know, I, I, uh, a lot of holding grudges, a lot of um, ra- irrational decisions made in, uh, in haste. I would not be good, Tyler.
2: Uh, i i yes i don't i don't, <laughs> i don't doubt that eight one three Vegas is not tanking this year well, they may not be tanking, but they're probably still bad enough to be the worst team in the league <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well, yeah, what do you call it whenever you don't do it purposely because that 's what the Raiders are going to be yeah i don't know man the um the, the Raiders are interesting Arizona is I, I, I can get it if he doesn't want to go play for Arizona. Arizona would probably be one of the last places in the league I would want to go play for. Uh, notorious for treating yeah. their players uh, poorly. So How, How's
2: that stadium? OU's played there uh, a couple of times in the past, mm-hmm. and there's a good chance they play there in the future for a Fiesta Bowl or a semifinal or a championship game, whatever. How, how's, how's
1: that stadium? It's cool. It's it's. It's fun to play in. It's um, You've got the grass on the inside, which they need to eliminate, by the way, because that whole – it costs way too much money, and the surface is way too bad. I mean, it's a cool idea. It just doesn't work. They need to just put turf in there. But the stadium is awesome. The layout's awesome. It's air-conditioned in the desert. The I remember whenever – we played there in – I think 07, when I was with the Lions. It been pretty just new, that.
2: yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. what I
1: thought. The, the visiting locker room was uh, it, it's as big as all of the other visiting locker rooms in the entire NFL combined. I mean, it was just gigantic, uh, huge, like a lot that of. That goes against in, the in thought those,
2: of pretty much everyone else yeah. that runs a football organization. Like, doesn't Iowa have pink locker rooms? Haven't they, they had do. that forever?
1: And you know what? I think it's I think it's better to pamper the guests than it is to to do like the horrible guest locker room thing. Because I, it was so nice in there, I was like laying down in front of my locker, and like there's plenty of room to go get taped, and there's TVs everywhere, just kind of lounging around. It's like, oh God, dang, I forgot we played a game today. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, it's nice. It's super nice. Yeah,
2: you know, uh, OU. Um, I, I wouldn't mind playing there again. You need to kind of reverse the the luck that's happened in that place. The yeah. game that won't be mentioned uh, was played there. That is seemingly always brought up during college football season. The West that's Virginia right. game the next year was played there. OU did win a um, Fiesta Bowl against UConn, but we uh, we, we we need a, a much better moment than than what's mostly
1: happened in that place. No doubt. I agree. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out to Carl Stone today. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next.
4: Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the ref.
5: You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF Store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt, say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF Store. The KREF Store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army.
6: Hey guys, TJ here for my friends at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is back, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do, go see Kathy and her staff at Joe's. They have tons of specials, like this month on Jack Daniels, Malibu Rum Cocktails, relaxed Riesling, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sundays. 1330 East Alameda right here in Norman or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials.
2: I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and you already know our office is a place to turn for your insurance and financial needs. Now that place has changed to 701 Wall Street. While the location may have changed, the commitment of our team is as strong as ever.
6: So whether you already know us or want the one-of-a-kind service offered by the Julia Chu Agency, call us at 329-3311 or come visit at our new location,
2: 701 Wall Street, right on the corner of Boardwalk and Wall Street in Norman. Or, better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me,
7: you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety
0: Administration.
3: Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org.
7: I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of
5: America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck.
7: Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles
4: and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at
0: PVA.org. When it comes to operating your business, time is money, and the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank so you can focus on what's most important taking care of your business. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit Armstrong.Bank. Member FDIC.
2: What Caught Teddy's Eye brought to you by Yalagosney Law. Think that hiring a lawyer will get you less for your injury claim? Yalagosney Firm fights hard to get you everything you deserve. Call or text for a free, no-obligation consultation. That's West Yalagosney Law, 405-800-8080, 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is?
1: A couple of quick things. We hit on this uh, yesterday, but uh, Kelsey Travis Kelsey hyperextends the knee there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he's listed as questionable. I I don't know much about it, but whenever it's swollen so much you can't get an MRI or an X-ray for very long. Like, I seems a little bit worse than maybe they're letting on. Uh, we'll see if he plays. Um, Chris Jones says that he could play if they give him the raise that he wants uh, for Thursday night. And then Bosa signed a huge contract, $170 million with a uh, a big uh, contract. And Cooper Cup is going to be ruled out versus the Seahawks. Is
2: Ooh, L.A.'s in a tough I, spot, man, after winning the are, Super Bowl.
1: Is, is this hamstring for Cooper Cup going to continue to nag him forever?
2: Um, based on what's happened here recently, I'm convinced that it is, yes.
1: It's tough, man. I had the same thing happen to me. It's it's brutal. You feel fine, you feel good. Hell of a you, player. You it's just
2: it's, it's just been bad for him, man. What for a year and a half now?
1: Just can't every time it feels better, you feel good. You go out and you take off running, you open things up and you just get a tiny little bite on the hamstring and you just is I don't know, it's frustrating. I feel bad for him. Um other thing, last thing I had was some of the ratings are out for some of the games. LSU-Florida State, biggest numbers, 9 million people. Colorado-TCU, 7.2 million watched that game. And then Ohio State-Indiana was number 3, 4.6 million. So, um, some decently high-rated games up there, but that Colorado-TCU one, pretty impressive, 7.2 million people.
2: Were you surprised at all that it didn't rank the highest of the entire weekend? It, it makes sense that LSU-Florida State, like Sunday night – main TV viewing window. Yeah, yeah, there was just so much attention on Colorado and TCU, but it makes sense seeing it was as the only game that LSU-Florida State would rate the highest.
1: Well, you know what's interesting is this little tweet here from Sports TV Ratings lists a bunch of them. There's maybe 10 games on here, but it doesn't have Clemson and Duke Which I think that game probably rated huge as well because it was Monday night, no competition from anything else. That probably had and and you have a a big upset that's brewing pretty much the entire game. That one probably did massive numbers.
2: Yeah. Well I I think next Saturday or this Saturday with Colorado, Nebraska, probably Texas and Bama one, Colorado, Nebraska two. That's probably your one two this weekend. And I'll say, man, this probably would have been the case if OU didn't play at 11 a.m. last Saturday, but I am hooked. Uh, I am hook, line, and sinker for Saturday morning. I will absolutely, yep. all of my attention will be on that Colorado-Nebraska game at 11 a.m. I, I actually can't yep. wait for that game.
1: I agree, and here's the, uh, here's the staggering thing. The LSU-Florida State game, highest rated, 9 million people. The uh, Jets-Bills game who, by the way, both those teams not very long ago were atrocious, is probably going to have like 60 million people watching yeah. it. <laughs> right? Isn't yeah. that crazy? Like, uh, I know Caleb Williams' dad doesn't think the NFL knows how to run what they do, but um, you're about to see some massive numbers on that game.
2: Miami will host Texas A&M this weekend huh. at home, and it looks like they're having a tough time selling tickets to the game. So here's what they're doing at Miami. Purchase a ticket to the Texas A&M game on Saturday and receive a complimentary ticket in the same area for the game against Georgia Tech on October 7th. Tickets to both games will be immediately sent after purchase. So you can buy upper-level seats for $125, lower end zone for $205, club corner for $310. There's a good number of schools that have sold out season tickets this year. But at a place like Miami and even A and M coming to town, it's ooh, we have to get as creative as possible for people to still show up for these home games.
1: Yeah, it's you know we've talked about it a bunch. Miami is a, a it's a it's a very unique situation with what they've got going on with where their campus is, where their stadium is. I don't even know how far away is Coral that Gables. Stadium? From where the campus
2: is. Um, I I think the, the, the campus is in Coral Gables, right? In the stadiums in Miami Gardens, I want to say. I have no yeah. idea. I mean, it's probably far enough. I, it, yeah. it, it's probably like the Rose Bowl to UCLA's campus, if I had to guess, which is not right. close yeah, either. It's,
1: it's just a weird spot, and I, it's in a city that, I mean, there's football fans everywhere, but I, it's just it's just weird. It's a weird situation, and this isn't the first time that Miami's had trouble packing a stadium. They couldn't pack a stadium whenever they were great. I remember watching a night game in 2001 whenever they were uh, really, really good, and the place was half empty there whenever they were still in the old Orange Bowl. Uh,
2: Kirk Curp Street is not a fan of the way that Ohio State fans have been acting on social media or really – how they always act on social media—the
6: standard—and
1: then there's a the psychotic standard. Um, <laughs> and I would say that the 15% that represent Ohio State on social media fall into that category of psychotic. Uh, they're they're out of their minds, and they, what they do is they make
3: players, high school players, not want to play for that program because of how they're just such uh, ass jackasses. Just, they just they drive me crazy. With everything that they do,
2: that's more than the Ohio State fan base, Kirk, but uh point taken about Buckeye
1: fans yeah, I wonder if Kirk has any idea that it's it's there's the exact same thing happening at every single university that has a football team, good or bad across the country it's It's not just Ohio State, sorry, but I mean. Everyone has their percentages, right? Yeah, I guess there's, they're going to play spectrum.
2: two. I guess they're going to play two quarterbacks against Youngstown State this weekend. Your boy uh, Gary McCord and Devin Brown also going to get some reps.
1: How about that? Two quarterback you up at Ohio State? All of a sudden, that's not very convincing. Is what's it?
2: What's the worst that could happen with that? Right, two quarterbacks heading into week two. Uh, They'll win a national championship if they play three. Well, yeah, that's that's true. I've seen them lose to Virginia Tech early in the season before and figure it out the rest of the way. I don't think this team's capable of that, but it has happened like the past decade. Uh, Nebraska-Colorado ticket prices are just insane, man. Just just, just insane. And and they're even more expensive because Nebraska fans travel so well. Um, Colorado fans view that as a rivalry. Nebraska maybe not so much. But as of yesterday, the cheapest ticket to get in that thing – was like
1: $400. Just I, insane, I mean, man. I'm not shocked. That is going to be the the wildest scene that that campus and stadium has seen in 30 years? I mean, I, I don't
2: know. Like, probably since they played Nebraska and beat them up in 2001. You remember that yeah. game late in the year where Colorado clinched the North in that game? That's, that's the, the closest thing that I can think of. And I think this game is like this has way more hype than that game did.
1: Yeah, even then, you know, like there's there's a difference between being good and being bad for a really long time and then having the hope of we're back. Everyone that has any type of tie to Colorado or any type of fan there at all, it's just – it's absolute – can't miss. You have to be there for it, which is awesome. I love that for Colorado.
2: By the way, t- Tattoo Baker says it's an hour away from campus to uh, where Miami plays its home games.
1: Oh, so yikes! it's three-quarters of a mile. That's what you're telling <laughs> yeah. me. Uh,
2: la- Miami traffic. Last one I have, the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, they were bad last
1: year. So yeah. bad
2: the head coach didn't even make it an entire season. Um, they hired a completely different guy, Sean Payton, and I— I guess he basically uh, told Russell Wilson recently, quote, will you blank and stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office. Yeah. Saying that he needs to change his uh, social media, kind of his approach to things, if he wants to uh, kind of uh,
1: regain his career as an elite quarterback. Yeah, he's an idiot. I I agree with Sean Payton on this. Now, I didn't like the way Sean Payton dumped on the previous head football coach at the Broncos. think that was totally unnecessary and unprofessional and really not something that you typically see uh, at that level, especially from someone that's had as much much success as Sean Payton. That was bad. But this, he's, he's 100% correct. Russell Wilson has a million different things going on other than football. Apparently, he's got some big entourage of people that follow him around everywhere that he oh, goes. God, why
2: would anyone ever want that? I, I, surely I no
1: one really wants that. Surely no one really
2: wants a bunch of uh, dudes falling you around all the time. It's just all about image. Well, that sounds I awful.
1: It's, well, it's not. It's not hangers-on. It's like he's got his publicist with him, and then he's got his trainer with him. Yeah, and that sounds he's terrible got his, at all times. His no chef sense. with him, and then he's got his driver, and then his wife's got her publicist and her driver and her social media person Sounds and then so fake they've got to, to me do their morning tiktok dance to put out to all of their followers and it's just a he's very a hard to root for show. he's very hard to root for yeah he's he seems to be a nice guy that means well mm. but he's just an idiot and uh, you know i that's that's really what's gone on here he's He's weird. And if he ever wants to be good again, he needs to ditch all the outside crap and focus on football. That's that's really what it boils down to. And Sean Payton is sounds like that's exactly what he's telling him. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap up hour number two from the Carlstone next. Talking
4: sooner football is what we do. This is the ref.
5: GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC truck series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level, with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers.
3: You're simply the best Riverwind is the Metro's best casino
6: With all of your favorite games
0: Celebrate fall with our $50,000 Harvest Winnings Giveaway
1: Play through your wild card all September
6: For a chance to win a share of
0: $50,000 With drawings every Saturday in September You're simply the
7: Victory Family Church, it's more than just a church, it's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle,
4: Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at VictoryFamily.Church. This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data rates may apply.
2: Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the spare time grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest, or visit SoonerBowl.com. We are looking
4: at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering.
0: Unbelievable, Ron. And this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world.
3: What is he thinking?
4: Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See Tracks, Think Train.
3: Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org.
2: What's better than tailgating for football on the weekends? Let Chick-fil-A, 12th Avenue in Norman make your tailgate a winner. Whatever you need, we have it all. Don't worry about packing everything from home. Let us deliver to you. Not only do we cater for football games, name the event and it will be our pleasure to serve you. Need pre- or post-game meals? Having a birthday party? Monday through Saturday, we've got you covered. And even trays prep for those Sundays when you crave Chick-fil-A. Call Chick-fil-A, 12th Avenue Northeast at 405-310-3189 today.
0: Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families, too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own.
3: You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you.
0: Does your banker know your business, the challenges you face, and what makes you unique? At Armstrong Bank, we're dedicated to understanding your business and working alongside you. A true partnership is more than financial transactions. It's support, trust, and attention. This is how we make businesses stronger. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Contact our knowledgeable bankers to open your business account. Member FDIC.
2: is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I have the uh, current odds in front of me for uh, who gets the first carry for OU on Saturday. It reads as such, uh, Tawie Walker or the field? Which one you taking? First carry on Saturday, Tawie Walker I, or the field?
1: Yeah, I will take
2: Tawie Walker. Two to one odds there for Tawie Walker to get the first carry. What about you? Y- yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I phrased it, Tawhee Walker, the field, because I think he's the favorite. He did last week. He didn't do anything that – I thought he played well. I think he was solid like the rest of the running backs. I, I, If not Tawhee Walker, I think it would be Barnes who gets the first carry. I was happy
1: with that group, but I also want to see more. I want to see the running back group make the – Make the one guy miss and turn a seven, eight, nine yard run into an explosive twenty five, thirty five, forty five yard run. Yep. And and maybe we see that. Are we are we thinking that Salchuk's gonna get some uh some playing time Saturday?
2: I'd be surprised if he's available like they, they say he is and he doesn't get playing time on Saturday. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I yeah, I'd be I think uh, Tawi Walker will get uh, carries, carries plural. Uh, same thing for Barnes. Same thing for Sawchuck, and I still think that is true for Major as well. Am I forgetting anyone? That's that's four. Mm. I don't think so. So four? Uh, yeah, I think they'll play four running backs on Saturday. And I Probably. think that um, if this game goes the way you and I think it's going to go. Well, you said 48-10 earlier. I said 45-17 yesterday. I think there's a chance that the carries are – I don't know if they're going to be pretty split. If someone gets the hot hand, then uh, they're they're going to lead w- w- with the carries on Saturday. But but I, I would guess that all four will get equal opportunities. If someone gets the hot hand, then they're going to end up with the most carries.
1: Yeah, I think that's – well, I think that's right. It also just – it depends how the game unfolds, because I do feel like there's a chance that this one could could get into blowout territory, and if it does, then it's it's not always a what you see is what you get situation when it comes to that. I I could see Tawi being incredibly hot and then not getting a whole bunch of carries because the game gets out of hand and you end up going with some of the younger guys or maybe giving Barnes a few more. So, that is, I think that's going to take place this season whenever you get out of blowout yeah. territory. There's
2: a large sample size going all the way back to the start of training camp, but this is a this is a big game for a guy like Marcus Major, I think. He, he was solid mm-hmm. like everyone else, but he needs to look like the best or second best running back on the team, I think, now that Sawchuck is healthy. I think this is a big game for all four of them, but really for a guy like Marcus Major.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be a nice test for our offensive line, um, but I do think that we're going to generate some real good stuff in the running game whenever they rotate into that second unit, not very deep across the D-line. first group is good. Really falls off after that. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We've got the final hour next here from the Carlstone.
4: You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app,
1: The REF Sports Radio
4: Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre owned vehicle? We are constantly.